Hey there, adventurers. Get those headphones adjusted, immerse yourself in fantasy, and roll the intro. All right. Welcome back to the table, everybody. I'm sure you are all eager to get back into it so you can try to die a Warforge to not be shiny. But before we do that, let's have a quick recap. Previously, you guys uh, made it back or you went back with Jonathan to what Jonathan said his home was, which turned out to be a very, very very large tree in the middle of a meadow surrounded by trees. This hollowed out giant tree seemed to be practically think of a small village and shove it into a tree. And that's what you got. Um, With attending a feast later on that night um, from Jonathan's return, safe return from his captives, you all got a lot of information on what's kind of been going on in Wargora. Jonathan told you of the corruption he believes that is happening to the new king, the young boy king, uh, King Eulen II. He's told you all about the weird things and that he's been investigating uh, what the hell is actually going on here in Featherfall. Um, he's been following the guards and because weird shit starts to happen, as he said. When the guards go somewhere, magic anomalies start to happen, people go missing. Um, and monsters never seen before start to attack the villages that they're at. With this, um, you all came to an understanding, and Jonathan uh, said he would return the favor of saving his life any way he could, but he did have another favor to ask. He asked you all to accompany him back to the town of Hillfar to try to get into the temple that the guards are surrounding and they seem to have a high interest of these uh, old temples that people used to pray to the old gods to. With this, you accepted, but not before um, putting up kind of your own, um, you know, asking for a favor in return. Valkon said he would like to go um back to uh, the ruins that he was banished from to try to find see if he can find anything there and take he wants uh jonathan to take him to the moonkin circle which is a druid circle up north where the mountain range ends down in southern regora that runs all the way through the continent of regora with this jonathan of course accepted this and agreed to take them um, to the Moonkin Circle. So that seems maybe what they're going to do after Hillfar, but yet we are going to play that out first. The day has gone by as you all went to sleep, and it is the evening of travel. You are um, all getting ready. Chronos, uh, you said you wanted to try and die um, dull the shine of your metal. That is true. Okay. Um, Jonathan suggested that they definitely have beeswax, but he's not sure if they have the oil, the right kind of oil that you need, so that you should probably go to the marketplace to see. 
Um, would you like to go there and try to do this before you leave? I would. All I would right. like to head down there and see if I can uh, acquire the items I require. What require the... the items I require. <laughs> You're sure. paying out of your own pocket. Sure. Acquire the word, the, the yes. items I require. Acquire to die yourself. Yes. yes. Or dole yourself. You're not really dying yourself. You're doling yeah, it's the just, shine. Yeah, it's just, it's just doling the shine. Yeah. What was the not kind like of oil a... you needed again? What was the name uh, of it? Linseed oil and beeswax. items and yep. beeswax. Falcon's going to follow to the market. Okay. Anybody else going to the market? Um, yes. I will not go because then he's just going to ask me for money. Okay. Paying <laughs> right? out of his own pocket. I'll stick to Vinthrow. Okay. So you three stay together as the two of you, the two big boys, walk down to the, the marketplace. Um, you get down there. You've been down here probably a couple times at this point since you've been here for going on about three days now. Um, you know, they have blacksmith, commons good, really anything you'd find, typical shops you'd find in a village you can find here. Um, a smaller village, I'd say. There is a magic shop as... Falcon knows. Um, where would you like to go to try to acquire these? Uh, I would like to go via the Taitherer because beeswax and linseed is used in uh, dyeing clothes and okay. also uh, leather work. So. Yes. All right. Yeah. Easy enough. You find the shop that uh, is a tailoring shop. You enter in, and there's a man and woman that runs the shop, uh, both half elves. Um, and you see, you look around, there's a bunch of clothing up on the wall, lots of darks, dark greens, um, blacks, blues, uh, no, no purple or gold whatsoever. Um, and, uh, they greet you with a smile and the woman speaks up and says, ah, how can I help you? Uh, do I, do I recognize that she's half elf? Yeah. I mean, she's got her hair like up in a messy bun. And he's got short hair, so you can def definitely see the ears. Not as pointy, but they definitely come to a point. I just offer a green in Elvish, see if I get a response in Elvish. Uh, she greets you both back in Elf Elvish. Yeah. Uh, and I'd be like, it's been a while since I've heard the Elvish tongue, in all fairness. Hmm. It's been a while. Well, um, they, they speak pretty frequently through here, so I'm glad we could... Uh, Glad we could help you. Yeah. Um, so, very odd request. Um, I'm, I'm because you've uh, you can dye clothes and you work with leather. You are the tailor in, in the area. Mm -hmm. um, by chance, am I able to um, purchase some linseed oil and some beeswax from you? That is definitely an odd request that I've never gotten before. But yes, we do have it. Um, we kind of buy it in bulk. So how much are you looking for exactly? They come in gallons. Um, yeah, probably a, a gallon each if you can. Maybe a gallon off uh, linseed sure. and about half as much uh, beeswax because the quantity is not really All that right. much of an issue. Um, it's going to be, uh, we buy, try to stick to the upper high end. Um, I'll sell it to you for what I bought it for, I guess. Uh, about three gold each. It's three gold each gallon per gallon. So six gold in total. 
Okay, so um, here's seven gold um, for your trouble, so you can actually, you know, get some add additional stock once you oh. manage to get by and back in bulk. Thank you. And um, the male walks in the back room and brings you a gallon of beeswax and uh, linseed oil. And pick one up on one shoulder, hand over the seven gold um, to the lady, pick up the other one and say, uh, thank you very much. I appreciate your help. Yeah, of course. Uh, well, have a great rest of your day. Thanks Thank for stopping by. You, you too. And I say goodbye in Elvish and I walk out. Okay. And now I start making a beeline towards the uh, blacksmith. All right. Uh, See, a, it's an open shop. See a gruff dwarf working on a some foreman, maybe a sword, it looks like. As he's hammering. Walk up to him. Anvil. Be like a ting, ting. Yep. Just be like a good afternoon, sir. Hey, how you doing? I'm doing good. Um, might I, uh, perchance use the heat from your forge for about ten minutes? It's an odd request. It's an odd request. What do you, what so, do you, what do you, what do you need to form? I can just do it for you. No, I'm not forming anything. It's just the heat I require of it to uh, heat the metal plating on my um, exterior. So you're cold? No. So, well, you can touch me if you really have to. My metal is probably cold to touch. Um, idea is I walk up using the heat from your forge to warm up my uh, metal composite armor and using the mixture of beeswax and linseed oil i don't know if you're aware you can uh, darken metal i'm sure you're aware of that yes so i'm going to use that and i'm going to cut myself in the uh, in the oil and as it co- coats my whole body my then shiny armor will then be dulled for a period of time sure i guess go for it okay thank you i appreciate it so i walk up Heat myself, up against, you. <laughs> like, heat, heat myself up against like heat myself up yeah heat myself up against it add in the uh so i've got mixture of both beeswax and oil add a little bit into one and so i have like two barrels of each i have one barrel and two barrels so it's like half and half mixture in each barrel sure and then uh i basically just use my arms and start like, take off my scarf of my neck and soak that in and start dapping in my body and as you can see, the uh, the gleam of my body of the uh, of the, the armor that is my body is now dulled. It's more of a, a charcoal dark color, like it's uh, blackened steel. I would say that was true for normal metal. Oh, you like go to wipe it off, and it didn't take effect. Oh. Unfortunately, um, then I I dip in the right get and rub myself even harder. <laughs> Just guessing it stays the same. Yeah, it doesn't uh, take. Unfortunately, the uh, the blacksmith speaks up. I was about to say, I look at him. Maybe. You know what you're made out of? Uh, I 
all I know is I was a metal composite. That's all I was told. Hmm. Yeah, there's only a few metals that that doesn't work on. Uh, those being? Well, mithril is the first thing I think of due to the shine of appearance. Does it ever dull? Does your shine ever dull? Uh, only when I acquire damage or anything like that, but then over normally over a period of an evening, um, it can repair itself. More than likely mithril, and he's like walking around you like like he would do to a piece of armor. You know, he's yep. inspecting you practically. He's like another piece of our uh rare kind of metal that you don't see is adamantium. Okay. That could be it too. Okay. Um, but it's usually so... not as shiny, it's more dark than this is. Hmm. So maybe so... mithril. Is is there anything you know about the Warforged? Um, not too much. I mean, talk to a few like yourself, but I've never like worked on one. It's usually more of an artificer's job, I think, huh. and a blacksmith. Yeah, I did try. Um, for a while, I tried to. Uh... And I show him like the underside of like my, my where, where your wrist would be. Mm-hmm. I show him the bottom of my wrist, and it's like just clean metal. And say, I did try this for a while, and you can see I take my finger and I like, scratch like uh, the a metal plate on my wrist, yeah. and be like where your cufflinks would be. And like, yeah, I, I tried doing that for a while and keeping count of um, any foes that I had uh, in line of work. Um, any foes or bandits that had attacked me that I would remember them by by marking my armor but then they would disappear so I I honestly couldn't tell you why that is it might be yeah. a, you might have a mithril body mithril is known to repair itself very strong too huh. um, just a food for thought either way yeah. you done warming your body up yeah, no, it's it doesn't it doesn't seem to take effect anymore. Um, no, no, it no. So I I was shown a while back that uh, obviously metal can be dulled using such process of oil and beeswax. Um, I had assumed that mine would have the darker appearance, but now I'm being told that it's not the case, and I now I'm in uh, possession now you're just of. Sticky. Yeah, now I'm just sticky and in possession of these two um, barrels. Yeah. Uh, would w- would you like them? I'm okay. Thank you, though. Oh, okay. Um, would you would you happen to know um, where the land of Susp? You've spoken to Warforge before. Would you happen to know where the land of the Warforge or Warforges are made? Well, I don't think they're made anymore, but it was the uh, the gnomes and the, the dragonborn, so they say, at least. Didridon. Hmm. High up in the mountains, I think, where all the forges were for the Warforge. Yeah, I... I'm not sure if they're still in, no offense, production. No, none taken. I, I say I don't. I'm not sure myself where I'm from. All I know is that 
I came to be, and then from as early as I can remember, um, I was with the elves. Um, whether it was a gift or or anything like that, what I was given to them for a specific purpose, I don't know. All I know is that I, from as early as I can remember, I was there. Um, I mean, yeah, no, uh, I, I, I thank you for your knowledge. Uh, take out three, put my hand in my pocket, go three gold coins, hand him three gold coins. Yeah, no need, but appreciate well, it. Money now. What was that? What was that, man? You just I got lost the money. money now, huh? I got, I got money now. Money bags over here. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I, I appreciate the knowledge. Um, I'm, I okay to leave those barrels here. Um, I don't know what to do with them anymore. Sure, I'll take them. Thanks, bud. I appreciate yeah. that. Can you take a look at these real quick? And I like show my the braces I've got. I'm like the uh. The chains on the ends on the cufflinks—they um, obviously they're not. I don't think they're meant to be worn by Warforged because we're not meant to wear armor. But these like uh, these like a special thing that I, I, mean, I enjoy having. Um, and I'm wondering if you can like uh, maybe crimp the ends of them to make them actually tight to uh, my body rather than having them slide around all the time. Um, yeah, I think I could probably take a chink out of each chain real fast. Let me, and he takes them, and it doesn't really take him any time. He just kind of cuts them off like a chink of each each side, so it yeah. fits a little tighter. Okay. Yeah, Is that no, good? No, no. Yeah, it works a bit. It's just the, uh, and I like, I grab it, and it's just sliding around on my arms. It's like, it's just the metal on metal that I, uh, I mean, buddy. Yeah, I Let's know. You're made out of metal. Yeah, I'm aware. It's just the, uh, it's the most elegant thing in the world, you know. When I walk on, I just go ching, 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 ching well, all you the can time. Take it off. Nah. Try to get some leather, maybe, for the chain. That's that's a, that's a good point. Point to that. Yeah. Well, I'll, I will take a look into it. I appreciate your help. Yeah, of course. Oh, what's your name, sir? Uh, my name is Fuck You. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yes. Is this how you bully a DM during a recording? Yes. Yeah. Yes, that yeah. is yes. how you That's bully exactly a DM. Exactly how you do Every it. single I'm learning. Oh, I what's found it. I found what's it. Your I found name it. Again? Corbin. What is my mother's name? <laughs> Corbin. Name's Corbin. Corbin or Corbin? Corbin. Corbin. Oh. Nice to meet you, sir. I uh, appreciate all appreciate all the help. You've um, taught me knowledge about my body that I was unaware of. I'm glad I could be of service. Pleasure meeting another Warforge. Hmm, when was the last time you ran into one, just by chance? Oh, years ago. 10, yeah. 15 years? Ah, uh, I don't know. I'm an old I've dwarf, never, so... I, I've never met another Warforge, so... Well... Oh, well... You have yourself a good afternoon, sir. All right, you too. And as I'm walking away, sorry about the barrels. <laughs> yeah, no problem. Falcon's looking around the market. Is there any pet shops? Pet 
chops? What? Like, like, what? like, like a dog, like a wolf, or anything like, like no. what? A, is there any animals or anything? Okay. I mean, sure, there's some dogs running around and stuff, but they're with their owners, and there's no oh, not for sale. No, no, <laughs> no pet fucking... shops here. Maybe in a bigger <laughs> city, sure, but not here. That is I'm not just an essential thing. Valko just walking out of the parrot on his shoulder. That's all I can imagine. <laughs> no. All right. Just, Boys, pirate, just sitting there. Falcon's gonna walk up to Kronos while he's walking out before he gets out of the market, and is like, "Kronos, come with me. Follow my lead." Uh, yeah. What do you need me to do? Just look intimidating? Yeah, yeah. Do do your thing. Do my and thing. Like, okay. And like, and like, I like knocks on knocks across. on your like knocks on your your head a little bit, and just like tink tink. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, Valcon's gonna go into the metal uh, ma- magic shop. Okay. The metal shop. Yeah, I know. <laughs> He's been talking. Well, Carl's been talking about metal for the past. Just like, a bunch months. of like, like oh. sharp pointed fucking um, loot loots on the wall, and a couple seven string loots up there. And no, <laughs> just kidding. Okay. okay. This is this. Okay, so this is the magic same shop. one I was eavesdropping. Yeah. Yep. As you enter in, there's a uh, elven man, kind of older, standing at the desk. It's a magic shop, so there's staves and wands and robes and magical items in here. So it's potions on the wall, stuff like that. Okay. Uh, how's it going, sir? Oh, I'm doing pretty good today. How are you doing? Uh, pretty good. Do you have any um, off-putting halflings coming in here? Oh, I, I do not know. Usually, everybody that comes in is fairly nice. Uh, give me an insight check. Can I help with this? Um, did you tell? I haven't told anybody. Okay, oh. no, you can't. No, I just yeah. <laughs> Ten. Um, I rolled a four on my deception check. So, uh, you know, oh. he, you can like see like a bead of sweat form starts to drip down, but he's like, yeah, no, uh, no, I haven't. No, not here. Everybody's nice around these parts. <laughs> oh, okay. I heard you, um, take orders. You do, you do deliveries or oh. take orders for people. Are you looking for like a specialty item that we need to order? That's not in the shop. Yes. All right. Uh, what are you looking for? The same order that another halfling had ordered that I heard about a couple of days ago. Oh, sir, there's I, I work with a lot of halflings. You're going to have to be more specific than that. Hmm. Well, it's an order that you didn't have ready for him. Ring a bell. Are you trying to intimidate him? Not yet. Okay. I don't. I I don't know what you heard, but um, yes, uh, it's. I cannot tell you what that half lane ordered, but um, I don't think I'll be able to find another one. Maybe you should try to buy it from him. And then Valkan's going to just 
grab him and oh, lift him and intimidate <laughs> and be like or you give me that one or tell me what it is and i will do an intimidation yes. fuck yes. <laughs> i got a five that was so close to a natural um, oh my god can, can i roll a an inside check to see what the fuck is going on sure uh, sure I have, I have You're no not idea what like, You can't get like, oh, yeah. That's no. a four as well. <laughs> man, the big guys like... are just, we're just pussies, man. Yeah, no. Oh, right? my God. So as you pick this guy up and he does look like he's scared, but it's like, uh, I don't, I don't think the um, Jonathan would like, like to hear about this. I, I know him pretty well. And, and this is, this is no way you should treat a shop owner. So. Put me down right now. <sighs> Sets a Valkan's gonna set him down. Pats I him agree. on his shoulders, wipes off his shoulders, <laughs> like oh, maybe we got off on the wrong foot. And then could I could I pay for some information? First, you come into my store <laughs> demanding to give you customer. And client information. You pick me up. Almost looks like you want to beat me up. And now you want to give me a bribe? I will have to ask you to leave my store store. Can Sorry. I? Um, I'd like to, while he says this, I'd like to make my my quarter of a pin just like slam it on the desk. I just be like, Don't make tell, him why, tell him why. Y'all left the big boys to go alone. Yeah, you let us alone. Like, that's you your fault. Yeah, Kronos, <laughs> you intimidate him. Yeah, no, I'm intimidated. Um, he's <laughs> going to try to run out of the store. Go get a guard. Oh. So if you guys um, want to try to stop him. Are you guys going to try to stop him? If not, he's sprinting out the fucking door. Yes. <laughs> okay, give me a oh, grapple no. check. Fucking what nuts. is a can grapple I make, check? Can I Athletics? Make, can I, yeah, Athletics, can I make, yeah. Oh, Okay. You probably are. I rolled a fucking three. 17. Yeah, I got a 14. Yeah, as well. you grab him. He's like, guards, guards, <laughs> guards, help. I'm going to see if any guards are in the area. Oh, no. <laughs> we fucking punched Yes. Three guys come in with swords drawn and say, what's going on in here? What are you two doing? He is smuggling. He is smuggling. I. I'm not doing anything of the sort. Give me an insight check on him when you say you're, you accuse him of smuggling. Seven. What the fuck? <laughs> Kronos? I got a 15. Um, with a 15, you can tell he's lying and that he yeah. might actually be doing something illegal. He, he's, he's been doing illicit things. My colleague here uh, overheard a conversation and we stepped in to. Uh, to, to ask some questions. The guards look between each other and say, I think all of you just need to come with us. Hey everyone, it's me, your DM. Just wanted to hit you with some quick mid-game announcements real fast. Um, this recording session uh, was almost a three-hour long recording session, so this will be broken up into three parts. I uh, just wanted to let you all know that uh, before going into this. And uh, also, 
don't forget to check out our Instagram at table underscore of underscore tales. Um, that's where I post all of the maps that I make for the story. So go check those out if you guys are following along with the story. And also, if you would like to, give us a rating. Um, don't just give us a five star if you don't think we deserve it. So, you know, I haven't really ever mentioned that, but it would really help out the podcast. And I know a few people have been starting to rate us, and it's been helping out with uh, just putting us out there and more people seeing our content. So, um, yeah, if you got a free moment and feel like we deserve a rating, go ahead and give us one. That's it for me, so let's get you right back to the nerdum that you all came here for. Very well. Let's take him to. <laughs> yeah, all of you. Okay, yeah, let's We go. need to okay. resolve this. And yep. so uh, you guys are walking, and at this point, like <laughs> it's getting close to the time you guys need to leave with Jonathan, and he's Uh-oh. walking down with three more, and you see him walking down, and he clocks you guys with the magic shopkeep, Three guards with their sword drawn. I'm going to say the rest of you are kind of waiting at the front door, so you all yeah, clock this kind of too. Waiting. Yeah, kind of waiting. Yeah, where are they? What's taking um, them so long? The I just wave at them as we walk past. So as Jonathan comes to like the last step of the stairs, he's like, "Is everything okay here?" And the guards uh, come up and say. Corbin was screaming for guards. We came in, and these two said he was smuggling in like objects and stuff, and we didn't really know what to do, so we figured we were going to come find you. <laughs> Jonathan kind of like smiles, and all right, yeah, no problem. Kronos, Falcon, Corbin, what's what's going on here? And Corbin like speaks really fast up first. He says these two buffoons came in and just started assaulting me technically we never assaulted him jonathan i was down at the maid shop a couple days ago or actually i was just in the market and i had seen this off halfling i mean i look pretty off i'm i'm massive i get it okay he is a big dude but i was just seeing what was else was going on in the populace and he just seemed off and i was listening Outside of the maid shop, yes, Corbin, I was out there a couple of days ago. You should have seen a big old Goliath back leaning against your well, window. Ring I a didn't. bell. No, well, I didn't mm, see you. Mm. You should be aware of your surroundings. And I, was, I listened to this halfling, and there's an order that Corbin had not had put in. And apparently, Corbin did say, cannot get another one of these orders. But he would not release info. Got it. Okay, cool. But there's some shady stuff going around. And I'm just trying to help you, John. Jonathan looks at you for a bit. Nods his head a couple times and looks at Corbin. Corbin. Yeah. What was this halfling ordering? You can tell me. I... Jonathan, you know I don't like to. I know it's part of your rule, but I am asking you. What are you ordering? It's 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 just a magical item. It's nothing nothing crazy, nothing powerful. Jonathan 
speaks up again and says, Corbin, I asked you, what did you order for this halfling? And now you kind of start to see Corbin like lose his cool a little bit and his hands are like, he's like fumbling with his hands and like twirling his thumbs. And I don't know exactly what it does, but I know it's like some sort of dark magic item. That's all I know. I promise. It's a necklace. It's a necklace with an emerald in it. I don't know exactly what it does, but it, I know it's something dark magic. And Jonathan, he was starting like to have a straight face as he like continued to ask Corbin, what did you order? What did you order? And he like puts a hand on Corbin's shoulder and says, who ordered this? It's one of the newcomers that we came that came in last week from the Capitol. Hmm. I was afraid of this. Can you cancel this order? Uh, I think it's too late. Well, when is it going to arrive? I don't know exactly. It was supposed to be here yesterday. And it never showed up. Jonathan speaks again. So is there a chance it's not going to? Corbin says. Uh, Maybe. I'm not sure at this point. takes a step back from Corbin and gestures for the guards to the three guards that came in on all three of you guys as you were having this argument. And they speak, they come back and take Corbin and say, Jonathan says, I'm not mad. I'm not disappointed, but you should know better. Next time this happens, you need to inform me if somebody's trying to bring a dark magical item into this place of peace. Obviously, they are up to no good intention. I need the information of this person, this halfling you speak of, his name, what room he's staying in. And Corbin's like, okay, I can do that. Give it to the guards. I must leave. And you see, you've seen this guy a couple times. It's a dragonborn who's dressed in all black. Um, he was there when you guys were rescuing Jonathan from his ex- execution. You've kind of seen him right by Jonathan's side and maybe picked up that maybe this is kind of like a very trusted person. He was actually going to be one of the ones that is coming. But with this new discovery of deception, he is going to stay behind and someone else will take his place so he can watch over the magic shop and delivery and try to find this halfling while the rest of you go. So you see Jonathan, you kind of overhear the conversation that Jonathan has with the dragonborn dragonborn nods. And then he walks away with Corbin and the three other guards. Um, you see that Jonathan leans over to one of the two that uh, the two dressed in black that are coming and one of them, after he says something to one of them, he runs off. You guys hang out for a little bit as he returns with a second one. So now there's again, three 
Um, I don't know what you want to call them. Guards, Jonathan's guards, whatever you want to call them. The guy's dressed in black. Now there's three of them. Jonathan looks at all you and says, uh, first walks up to Valken and sticks out a hand to shake your hand and says, uh, thank you. Um, that could have, hopefully we'll be able to stop anything that might be coming to light soon here. Um, but it seems Anytime. like we have somebody from the capital that might've been sent, sent by the King um, or whoever's in charge of the King. So, but we do need to start our way to Hillfar so we can get there with enough time um, to complete our quest. So shall we after you? All right. And he leads the way. I'm going to fast forward to Hillfar if that's okay with everybody. I mean, it's a about a f- five hour walk. So, um, you guys walk, you have no, no troubles with any creatures or anything. Um, and you get to Hillfar. Now it does have, it is walled. It's not like the capital, like, uh, or even like Baja sets walls. They aren't very tall, but yet they are town walls. And so you guys are like laying on a hill about a hundred feet away from the front gate. And Jonathan says, so there is a break in the wall that I believe is our best chance to get in with being undetected. I think this is the time we need to uh, cast our spells to help us not be traced. And so, right. um, so first I would cast the good berry and okay. 10 of the good berries would appear in my hand. I give each of you uh, two of the good berries tell you again about their properties and how to use them. And uh, then after that, uh, cast Pass Without Trace. And uh, I don't actually know what it would look like, but I would imagine it to be like, we're all standing in a group there. He kind of does a few hand gestures, some wind and shadows swirl around the party and kind of obscuring them a bit, you know, uh, playing tricks uh, of the light and all, and thereby helping with uh, stealth. All right. You guys make your way up to the wall. Now, these walls, like I said, they're not very large, so they don't like you can't walk on the top of the wall like a big, like big, big walled um, city would have. Um, So there's no guards above you that you have to worry about. But once you get up to the crack, this will be our first stealth check for everybody. Uh, The break in the wall that you guys are going to squeeze into to get on the inside of Hillfar. So mechanically, you all have plus 10 bonus to your stealth rules. So long as you, as everyone stays within within 30 feet of me. That's important. So everybody roll up some stealth checks with plus 10 to it. To whatever you already have. 23. Right? Holy fuck. 39. 20. 39? Yes. 20. Okay. I rolled an 18 with my natural bonus and the plus 10. Yeah, 39. 39. 13? Okay. 20. No, so you have 23. That's better. That's better. So yeah, 23. It, it, this is group two since we're all working in a group, so I'll take average of the group. 
So 15. I got a five Ooh. plus ten for you. Plus what is ten. It? Plus ten. Okay. So yeah, 15. because of my spell. Yep. Yes. Okay. Um, Jonathan and his. Uh, I'm just rolling for all four of them at once. Um, they got a twenty-two because I rolled twelve plus the ten. Um, so with a group initiative, that's high enough. You guys get up to the crack, and then Jonathan's like, Shh, and you hear a group of guards walk by. You hear all the metal boots and everything like that. Then he says, okay, let's go. And so you guys sneak in through the crack. Um, once you guys get to Hillfar, I should mention, it does start to rain a little bit. Um, so it is raining a little bit as you guys are sneaking into this, and that is going to probably help you out a little bit. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. I, I have to say for mechanic, um, the rain does ting on my armor yes you've said that yep so i don't know if you're gonna take that into account given stuff but it would say they would still hear the sounds of rain on yeah. their position yeah so i mean they have metal equals that too. out a bit yeah yeah so um you guys uh get in and you start making your way through alleyways um you come to a large crossing that you guys will have to cross the street and this is where we make our second stealth roll. As a group of guards, and you can see a halfling director come, you guys all take cover behind boxes, carts, uh, dive down a couple different alleyways, get up against the wall, crouch down, do whatever you do to um, be quiet. That's a lord, Benrick. That, that, 39. That's, Jesus. That's yeah, that's four rolls, and the average is 20 plus. Yeah, I got yeah. 20. Yeah. They got yeah, another I got 22. 29. I rolled another 12. Uh, so <laughs> you guys are good. With ghosts, man. Yeah, you guys like aren't even there as the... You can see the guards pass and the halfling direct, director is um, like right in the middle of the guards. There's about 12, 15 of them as they march past you guys. Um, then Jonathan's like, okay, let's go. And you... Right, or like light, lightly jog across the street over to the next alleyway, and eventually you get to the temple. And let me get us over there. I think this is the right one. Nope, that's the one with it on the desk. That's the actual map. Activate. Ooh. Lovely. Raining yeah. and everything. As you guys, yeah, as you guys get eyes on where the temple is the brain does pick up mm, nice too big don't forget so i have you all can you see yourselves yes yep yeah okay somebody's giving off light i meant to have everybody not give off light venric yeah unless you want i don't know to have why light on. Oh, I wait, mean, no, that's dark, dark vision. vision. That's dark vision. That's not I light. I have dark vision? Yeah, that's dark vision that I'm seeing. Okay. Um, so, all right. You guys are currently in an alleyway. There's obviously buildings right and left of you. Um, and then it kind of opens up into this uh, square where you see, now you can see the walls. And um, you do kind of, can you see the, you can see like the top of the temple obviously structure it's pretty tall um, but it's not that actually big like wide or anything like that from what you can tell from what you see um from where you guys are at you do see a couple guards 
Um, just like Jonathan says, uh, I need to put Jonathan down too real fast. Let me put him down. Uh, but you do see practically what Jonathan wrote out for you guys. You see the two guards, the two entrances. Um, you presume the other two entrances are on the other side of the temple where you can't see him. And what would you like to do? Um, I would uh, lean over to Valcon. Um, you have a. Could you um, could you discern what kind of? Can you tell what type of creatures these are, and how they, how they, if they can see, in the dark, perhaps. I, if I'm correct, DM, I don't think I would know. Say that right? again. I don't think I would know what these like much about these guys if i'm correct no yeah. you spent your time monster hunting yeah this is and yeah i don't think no no i would, there we I would go. not that's what i wanted i just thought maybe he could just kind of discern or guess from the looks of them how how they would see you know generally if, if they oh. Need light, or if they have dark vision, or anything, or how they would about their senses visually. Would I be able to see them from here? Yeah, I can. So, if your token can see, you see what your token can see. So, if you could, I do an insight check on them. Sure. You know what? Yeah. Because that would be just a study, just based on knowledge. Yeah. Seventeen. Um, they, it, they're hard to read because you can't actually physically see their face because it's behind a mask. Yeah. You're not sure. I mean, even the eye holes are covered of the mask. Anything to know about with their bodies? That's different. Well, you know, you remember seeing the purplish bluish skin. Like just between yep. the slits of armor as they move around, and you can see their like their biceps are exposed. You can see that they're really hard to read. No, they're kind of standing there like statues. They don't move much. I mean, when Jonathan said they're like zombie-like, you they don't. They're not even swaying. They're just standing there. Halberg's. Uh, Pulling a halberd to their side with the, po- the end of the pole rested on the ground, like a guard would, and just standing there. They're not even really like turning their head to look around. Just kind of weird. That's probably the most oddity of it, right? Yes. Yeah. Like for guards, if you saw a normal guard, they're looking around typically. They might look at one place for a little bit, but eventually they're kind of look around. They might move mm-hmm. like maybe they like switch sides with each other. None of that is happening. All right. They're just standing there. So yeah. not not much, Venric. I mean, uh, I think the biggest weird thing is just that like they don't. Other than like, did you I don't know if you noticed like the, the purple tint on their skin that you could kind of see like whenever they move when they did move the our last altercation between like the the armor mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but i think the biggest oddity is that they're not even turning their heads yeah like, they're wearing masks and a normal person would 
need to turn with that kind of like restriction of vision on their with their mask to at least yes. look yes. around. So it's so almost like they don't have a mind of their own. It would be uh, it would be my personal. Uh, you could do me a favor, and if we if it happens that we kill one of them, you remove uh, the dead body's mask and have a look at their eyes. I would be interested in how they see. You know, if the they. I'll just cut no, the head, buddy. I got you. Yo, yeah, like I, I want to know. I, it would be important to know how these creatures see the world. You know, if they. You need to study them. Yo, I just how to how they see. It. You know, if they rely on dark vision in the night, for example, that is my main concern. I mean, I've 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 definitely survived in Wagora for quite a while on my own, and I mean, honestly. Let's get through this, and maybe after, I mean, I'll fully cut it open. Yeah, you never know. Right. There might be something different inside of them that could be different. Yeah, yeah. I've skinned a lot of animals, just, and so. Not that, and just keep it in the back of your head if you get the opportunity. Of course. Get a quick look at their eyes, and then tell me, please. Thank you. I like this guy, guys. We need to keep him <laughs> forever. Okay, are you guys ready? Jonathan says. Ready. All right. Yeah. So, what are you guys going to do? We well, still have our bonus. Snake <laughs> fix the cross. Enric can get high. He can you get will high have to make, easily. if you move out from this alleyway, unless you get up on top of a roof, you will need to make a stealth check. Individually I, stealth checks at this point. I need to get closer. I can't do shit from here. The thing is, uh, how long would you say has it been since I've cast my spell firstly? Or... No, maybe fifteen minutes, maybe thirty okay. at most. So, pass without trace would still be going, um, but I would be more useful on a roof as an Overwatch. You know, I'm gonna but stop which... moving away. So I need a stealth tip. Okay, um, why don't why don't we do this an easy way? Why don't we all just roll initiative, and we'll yeah. go on it. Oh, everybody can just go on their turn instead of everybody okay. just. Yeah, being sure. like, I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do yeah. this. I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna reroll my stealth, even though I got a natural twenty. But yeah, <laughs> I like it. Okay, Jonathan's first. He'll just wait for you guys to do something. Bernard, you're up. I'm first. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> um, <clears throat> Bernard's gonna grab the corners of his cloak, okay, and start flapping like a chicken for a few seconds. Okay. Um. And he's gonna lift off. You start flying. Okay. Yeah. What did you just say? Uh, he he lifts off the ground and he goes forty feet into the air, uh, and he's gonna use his dash action to go forty feet further towards the. Okay. Uh, Give me a stealth check, but the DC is pretty low because yeah, you're I'm up going in the like, air. Yeah, I'm going forty feet up. Um. And I do have advantage, so yes, you know. yes, yes, you do. Uh, but I assume I don't have pass without a trace anymore. No, no, you're no. If you're more away. than thirty feet away, then yeah, nineteen. You're totally fine. Yeah, you're forty feet up in the air. It's raining. It's dark. That nobody knows you're up there except for obviously everybody. Your friends. It, it no. looks incredibly dumb. He's like, <laughs> just, he's essentially doing this. <laughs> uh, Okay, good, good. All right, anything else? That's going to be it. All right. Kronos. Yeah, so um, 
I gotta roll a stealth check, right? If, I'm gonna move. if you want to move, yes. You don't have to roll it right now if you're not going to move. Even with the spell on? Yep. Yeah, with plus 10 because he's right next to him right now. Yeah. Okay. So I'm thinking about making my way right to the corner. Okay. Um, so I'm... Stealth check is still in effect with the plus 10, right? No, because you're going to move away too far. No, I mean, it's still, in, it's still in effect till I get halfway, and then it's another stealth check to the wall. It's one stealth check in total. And I'm saying it's not going to work because you're not going to be within 30 feet of at the end of this. Does that make sense to everybody? Or mm -hmm. Yes, yes, it does. But so still, it's not that you can do that, you know? Yeah, I just feel like that's... Do it. Do it. that's 14 rather plus 10. 14? Yeah. Okay. You make your way to, uh, you get up there, and the guards don't seem to notice that you're there. Okay. Um, and that's with, uh, obviously, the double one move, I was more than double, so that's, yeah. uh, it's that you so had to use your yes yeah, so 60 60 to there am i able to like leap up and grab hold of the wall and put my head over see what i can see uh sure yeah give me an athletics check yeah so 26 yes do you want to so. get up and over because you can't this is like it's it's a brick fence with like yep metal at the top metal points they're not spikes but they like come up into points yes yeah. i just want to grab hold of both sides of the corner so i'm right in the middle okay pull myself up so i can actually see over the over the wall okay so yeah basically, you, uh, uh I i'll just go like this with your token there you go okay that works. so that's yeah, what so you see you see so yeah. this is that broken fountain uh that jonathan was talking about that's the side you're on um, so there's a couple benches around this broken fountain that they're broken yeah. as well. Some are still remaining. Um, but you do see a pair of two guards walking away from you that seem to be going around the castle. Um, you do see the two gardens that Jonathan was talking about that are overgrown. Um, and the building there's one in the to the left of you and one uh, to the right of you yeah. um, inside this. And then you see the temple. And you do see light coming from inside the temple. Because all the windows, okay. uh, all the glass is broken out, and there's one, two, three, yep. four windows on each side of the temple. Okay, yeah, I see this. Uh, so, which way the two guards close to me? So they're walking around. Which way are they going? They're walking away from you, so they'd be walking. So they're like going anti-clockwise. Yep. So it's safe to assume probably the others are on mirrored the opposite side, going around probably. like a. Yeah. Uh. Okay, I will basically stay on the wall um, and just poke my head back the other side of the wall. Okay. So, can... yeah, there, you go. there we go. Put myself to the other side of the wall and I'll be like, just looking towards the guys and see what their plans are and how they move. Okay. Uh, good turn. Uh, Venra, you're up. So, um, you have a really short uh, quick uh, conversation with Vinthro. Um, uh do you happen to have anything uh, on you like that I could communicate with you over distance? You have that yes, handy. Yes, I right pull now? my hand, give it to him. Great. 
good man. Um, how did that work again? Uh, you uh, use it. No, Great. I can communicate with you. You cannot yeah, communicate it, with me. That's the only, it's the only thing I have. Just do it, man. <laughs> Just eat yeah. it. Just do it. Okay. Lick it. Because I want. I'm the, only, I'm the only one that can communicate with you. Okay, so we so just communicate with me in like certain intervals, because I'll take up a Overwatch position on that roof here, and keep watch. And if you guys are going in there, um, that I could notify you once, you know, maybe reinforcements come in or something, that you get mm -hmm. your way out of there, for example. But you go. Well, we cannot reply. I'm the only one that can send the message to you. I cannot reply. You cannot reply. No, it's message. I can send to you. It's just message. Yeah. Um, and Jonathan does speak up and says, uh, we were planning on getting up on the roofs too, so um, if you want to stay out here with us, Benrick, you can, or you can go inside if you want. I can give you a heads up if something happens inside. Yes, do that, and I'll stay watch uh, okay. with, the, uh, with you guys. Okay. And uh, if you need help, just... Uh, and a hand sign or use the hair to tell me and I'll, I'll rush I could it. also view through you. Uh, whatever, just let me know if shit goes down, yeah, yeah. right? Uh, will do, will do. And then he... Uh, how high would you say this uh, house, this roof here to my left is? Oh, the roof, probably at the highest point, 20 feet. Like at the peak of it would be 20. All right. So the lowest point would be 15. All right, so he goes... Uh, runs up to the walls and uh, climbs the w wall of a house. Okay. All Assassin's Creed style up and uh, takes a crouching position at the peak. Okay. Of the roof and readies his bow um, until uh, he's got the feeling that, you know, uh, they've been spotted or something and uh, they need to act on it. Okay. Do I see? Do I maybe from this higher up, a bit higher up position, see more into the courtyard yeah. over the walls? I don't know how exactly to show you that on VT. I mean, I could just move my token where Kronos is, even though I'm not there. Okay. I would still be on Here, the on the roof just to see it now. Otherwise, yeah. it would be. So that's what you got. That actually puts you here. That's what you got. Oh yeah, like that I can see both. So I'm not uh, yeah, there. Yeah, but if you look at the house, yeah, you wouldn't be right there. So your point of vision would be right here, practically. I mean, I would still see Vintro uh, and that side of the courtyard, yeah. but all right. So yeah, just so I can see it. Yeah. All right. Yeah, and I'll. Uh, do I have anything else? Uh, no. Okay. That. Mm, um. This this may be up to chance a bit, but is there a pigeon nearby? A pigeon? <laughs> I would. Or any bird on the roof, you know, that's flying mm. around, perhaps. It's raining. It's nighttime. I'm. Uh, I'll roll for it. An hour, How about perhaps. That? I'll roll. <laughs> All right, you're so I don't have to make a decision. Yes. There is no board bird. I All rolled right. an eight. I rolled an eight, so no bird. Sorry. Because the idea was maybe to use speak animals and then tell the pigeon to go in there and tell me, but 
All right. Yeah, that's, that's my one turn. sound effect I can do. It's a pigeon. <laughs> okay. Um, good turn. Okay, it's the guard's turn. The only two, well, the only group of guards is the ones moving outside, so I'll just move their movement. So they're in their new position, so... Five. 25, 30. 5, 10, 15, 25, 30. Okay, that's their turn. Ben you're up. Oh. Welcome. Jonathan. Yes, sir. Yes. Good luck. Good luck to you. We'll be here if you need us. I'm going to cast the sky self. I'm going to turn into one of the halflings. Oh. Disguise myself as one of the halflings. Okay. Let's see how this goes. <laughs> and I yeah. will walk 30 feet out of here. That's all I can do. Because this guy's self is an action. Yes. Um, okay. You disguise yourself as a halfling. Um, yes. One of the halfling dictators. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and I walk okay. out that. And you walk out. All right. <laughs>